A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Today, we've got a crazy revenge story against someone who betrayed the trust of their only best friend. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, we are even now. I had always thought getting married to the guy of your dreams would be a very enjoyable experience. Ever since I was little, I'd always had the mindset that the guy I would eventually get married to would be a very respectable, loving, caring, and by far, would be my perfect guy. I guess this is what most ladies usually dream of when asked of their future partners. But I can tell you with all honesty there is in the world, my case was most definitely not it. For as long as I can remember in my marriage, I have never experienced a much coy switch up or a drastic change in a man's character than I did in Tom. My name is Emily. I've been married to my husband Tom for almost six years. Our seventh anniversary would be coming up by October. I would not say I have not been happily married for the entire six years because there was most definitely a period where I experienced the sweetness and pure nature of love from Tom which was around the first year of our marriage. My story and Tom's go way back to when we had met for the very first time. This was immediately after graduation from high school. Tom and I have been mere acquaintances back then in high school, as back then, he was the kind of guy that would rarely associate himself with other people, either in social gatherings or in general. He was what you would call a strict introvert. I, on the other hand, was overly social, and thus I knew next to everyone everywhere I went, and I was basically the most social person you would ever meet. At the time, I just knew there would have been no reason for the both of us to even associate with each other. However, this would change much sooner than I'd thought. So the school had organized a closed-in party for the members of the school, which involved, and not excluding the academic staffs, non-academic staffs, and obviously the students. During this period, while everyone was being asked out to the upcoming party, I was surprisingly left out as I'd received no offer from anyone. It kind of hurt at the time, seeing as amongst all my peers and my friends, I was the one most likely to have a partner to the dance. I just waited patiently as I began to get less and less interested in the dance, as at this time, every single person was literally taken, to the extent that I even went as far as taking matters into my own hands by going around and asking guys myself if they would like to go to the dance with me and practically every single person that I'd approached and asked literally turned me down on the spot. Even guys I'd thought that were single at the time and would not have a date to the party at the time were among those that turned me down at the time. It got to a point that it became frustrating and then later on annoying but I just decided to pay it no mind as this was no longer something that interested me again. But seeing as the school made the attendance to the party mandatory, I just had to come regardless of whether or not I had a partner to go to the dance with. It was the day of the party, a very sad and long, friendly morning, and all my friends were so excited about the dance, seeing as they even left me out of their conversation and their after-party plans. Seeing as I didn't have a partner of my own, it hurt that my friends would do this to me, but... I didn't take it to heart. My goal that evening was just to survive the party night and forget it had ever happened. The school dismissed the students quite early that day as we were instructed to head back to our homes and prepare for the party, which was slated for the same evening that very day. We were dismissed at around a few minutes past 12pm and were to reconvene back at the school gym which was where the party was supposed to take place. 
I got there a few minutes past 7pm, as the time of the commencement of the party was 30 minutes after 6, but I was not willing to comply by this time, seeing as I was practically the least motivated person to come for the party at the time. Little did I know that I was only second by one person, which was none other than Tom. Apparently when I got to the venue of the party, I had no idea that Tom was also not present, as you could say he has a zero rating on his social presence. I just sat down at the corner of the room while I watched as every single one of my friends had the party of their lives. Everyone was paired up and ready to get the party started, but there I was, sitting in the corner of the room like some loser. At the time, I had not the mind nor the intention to stay in the room any longer, so I just left the premises as I headed back to the class area, just to try and get a breather. And as I approached the class I wanted to cool my head off in, there he was. Tom was already in the room I was making plans on making use of to pass the time. The moment I saw him in the class, I tried to apologize and leave immediately, but he stopped me and said if I wanted to make use of the class, I was free, seeing as he literally had not the right nor the power to stop me from doing so. I was still being stubborn and reluctant at the time, but I later gave in and came into the class. We initially had a really long moment where neither of us had anything to say to each other until I asked what his name was, what grade he was in, and why he was here in the classroom and not out there in the gym enjoying himself. He responded insane and asked why I also was not in the gym, but rather I was looking for a place to escape down to. I explained myself to him, which till this day I do not know why I did so to a complete stranger at the time, but he did the same as he also told me why he was here in the classroom and not down there in the gym. Surprisingly, we both had very similar reasons, as he too was not able to find someone he could take to the party. And thus, after he checked himself into the party, he immediately found a chance to leave the party and come here just to enjoy some quality and alone time all by himself. He seemed like a really nice enough person, and I began to wonder why it was that I'd never once remembered myself engaging in a conversation with him. The night was a very long one, and we both had lots of things to say to each other, all to pass the time we had. We talked about a lot, who we both were individually, what we had planned for ourselves in the nearest future, what our goals and ambitions were, what we had planned to do once we got out of high school, just basic stuffs like that. And before you know it, it wasn't too long before we saw that every person that was attending the party began exiting the gym, as it was already signaled, the end of the party that is. I was initially surprised, as I thought at first that the party was ended abruptly, but after checking my phone for the time, I realized that time was far spent. And I didn't notice this because Tom and myself were both having one of the most interesting and intelligent conversations I had ever had. I even thought to myself back then that I had never recalled myself having a conversation with someone and then I would begin losing track of time as I was a very time conscious person. Anyways, after we had seen the members of the school begin exiting the school premises and conducting searches in the classrooms to find out if there were any students that were still lingering around in the classrooms, we decided to get up and leave the classroom. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. The conversation we were having was so interesting and captivating that I just could not help but request for his number so that we would both be able to meet on another time. We exchanged numbers and we both went on our way home. It was after I'd gotten home, gotten myself settled down and freshened up, that I realized that at that moment, I actually was kind of interested in Tom. I know how crazy I must sound, but that was genuinely how I felt at the time. Probably it was because I was already rejected by practically everyone I knew at the time. And for others that I just had relations with, I was still rejected by them. So this seemed like it was right from the get-go. I paid little to no attention to whatever it was that was running through my mind at the time that was trying to make me lose interest in Tom. I mean, how could I possibly do that? For one, he was the perfect gentleman to me throughout the time we were together. He is very good looking, the perfect height, his voice was the perfect level of deep, and his demeanor was sublime. Everything about him just caught my attention. I didn't think there was anything that could ward me off from him. Following our resumption back to school the following week, Tom and I got really close. In fact, I could say it took us a few days less than a month for the both of us to become as close as we did at the time. It was really something. We were practically inseparable. It came sooner rather than later, that is, Tom asking me out. I knew this was coming, because I've practically been hinting it to him in the most subtlest way possible, and I always knew he picked up on the hints. Anyways, following the events that happened and took place the coming weeks, he finally asked me to be his girlfriend, and this was the very beginning of our journey together. We would occasionally go out on dates during our free time, and I could say this helped in boosting the current state of our relationship. The realization that he really was a handsome enough guy that I had started to notice that he could and would most definitely be getting offers from other girls, as he was perfect in any way physically possible, and to top things off, he was literally the perfect gentleman. I mean, what else could a lady ask for in a man? 
I even jokingly tried to tease him about it one of these days we were hanging out together when something happened. So picture this, we went out on a date to one of our famous and regular restaurants for our usual dates, and after which we had already placed our orders, we decided to take our usual spot at the corner of the restaurant and hang out. Only for a lady to walk up to him and compliment him on his beauty and how good looking he was. He seemed shy at first, but after she had left our table, he seemed gleeful and really proud of himself. I was happy my man was really this happy and this perfect, but I did not fancy the idea of another woman complimenting him on his beauty while I was there and even while I was not. But he seemed happy about it, and I just tried to lighten the mood by teasing him about it, and he almost snapped at me trying to defend himself by saying it wasn't his fault she came up to meet him at all, and that what did you want from him and for him to do whenever such a situation should happen again. I just tried to lighten the mood, but it had seemed at this time that things were starting to get heated and serious, so I just decided to drop the matter and let us enjoy the time we had to spend together that day. This was the first event that happened like this, and soon after being together with him for many years, I could say it most definitely does not get any better, as it only gets worse and worse the more I try to keep quiet on the matter, but it got to a point I just could not. Soon after graduating high school and college, we both were still together and strong for almost four years back then, so we had decided to move in together with each other, because at the time, this had seemed like a not so logical but reasonable enough. We moved in together, and a few months after we had moved in together, he decided to propose to me at the time, and I accepted immediately as I loved him that much, and I was fully willing and ready to be with him all my life at the time. Even considering the fact that we still have not found out a reasonable and effective enough solution to the problem of ladies approaching him at all, which I thought would stop the moment he began making it general knowledge that he was already happily married and taken. However, the most out of character and context thing happened one very day that crumbled the very foundation of our marriage, and had thus led to both of us having second doubts about our marriage at the time. So, Tom had initially told me that he was going to be away from home for just two days pending the time he was going to be done with a certain work order he had to take care of at the time. I agreed to him being away for the time he had requested, which was a full weekend, and I'd expected him back the very first day of the following week, if everything goes as planned. But apparently, unknown to me, I had no idea about the things that had been happening in his life when I was not present. So, a little birdie told me, and by little birdie I mean my best friend Anna, that she would like to share a very disturbing image she had just taken at that very moment we were talking. And I got confused for a moment, but I asked her to send it, Knowing how hysterical and overly hyper she can be, I just decided to go along with the flow, and she sent me a picture of Tom at the club with another lady, and she asked whether or not she was seeing correctly, as she wanted me to clarify whether or not it was my husband in the picture. I couldn't even respond, as I was too awestruck to even say anything anymore. I just hung up the phone and I broke down in tears. This went on for a while, after which I decided to compose myself and await his arrival to get his own perspective of this image I had just received. He got back the following Monday, as planned, and when I asked how his work order was, he began formulating a story for me on the spot. I brought out the picture Annie had sent to me of himself in the club with some other girls, having the time of his life apparently. 
When he saw this, he quickly switched up, as he got mad, asking why I had someone trail him when he was going out, and why I did not trust him to even leave the house by himself. Somehow, he made himself the victim in all these. We couldn't finish our conversation that day, and even when he got back, I already noticed that he had no intention of coming clean and letting us resolve this as adults. I decided to wait it out patiently, for him to finally come clean and apologize at the very least. Unfortunately, I waited for quite a while, as my waiting soon progressed quickly from days to weeks to months and ultimately years, five years to be exact, and at this point, I'd already gotten fed up with his attitude as this was not the man I'd fallen in love with and gotten married to. And when I found out that he was still continuing with his activities, I just decided I would get back at him in the very same way. But instead of heading out to the club and picking a random guy, I decided to invite one of his buddies over and things got heated between the both of us and we got to do the deed, all while I was anticipating his arrival during the act but he soon came back home after the act while we were cuddling. He was furious, near mad, as he began to ask why I would do such a thing, and with his buddy for that matter. I just nonchalantly excused myself to the restroom to freshen up, as I looked at him and said straight to him while looking at his eyes, we are even now, aren't we? So, considering the lack of communication and the whole cheating on each other bit, I'm willing to bet that Tom is an ex, right? OP says I've been married for almost six years, but then they say their seventh anniversary would be coming up. So if it's not over, it's almost over, I would assume at this point. Our next story is, was it really worth it? One might argue differently when told that establishing a business enterprise with a very close friend, partner, or even brother would be a terrible, if not bad idea. But that was not the case with Jared and I. We both were successful owners of our joint business, and things were going really smooth. Not until we got an offer for a buyout, and Jared convinced me totally to at least take what they were offering, as this seemed like more than a good enough deal for our business. At the time, I had no idea about the legalities behind the deal, but I just decided to go along with Jared, since he was even more knowledgeable than I was in matters like this. Unfortunately for me, I was too complacent and decided to let Jared handle it by trusting him completely. To my greatest surprise, he altered the deal to his favor and took the majority of the funds we were both supposed to receive as a result of the deal of the buyout of our joint company. Jared's story and mine go way back to when we both were about leaving high school. We had just been given the pep talk about how we were to prepare our lives for the challenges we were going to face having left the high school environment and all, and seeing as we were still very young adults. We were advised to get something going for ourselves so as to get something working for ourselves right before we get into the college of our choice. Back then, Jared and myself had not met, even following the fact that we were both in the same school and all. After our high school, during my search for a decent enough college that could fit my criteria of offering the course of my choice, as a decent enough learning and work environment, and also not too far from my current environment, I would most definitely prefer one that was available in my surrounding state or within the surrounding vicinity, and when I finally found one I fancied and the one that fit what I wanted, I immediately applied and went over there, just to go and experience the environment firsthand. I asked my parents to drive me all the way to the college, because at this time, I had not gotten my driver's license and I could not drive myself down to the college. 
The drive to the college was a five-hour drive, and at one point, it had seemed like the journey would not end, because, for one, I had never gone on a journey this long in my entire life, and secondly, I was not the one behind the wheels. And since it was my dad, he tried as much as possible to take his time, seeing as he was just as slow a driver as ever. Anyways, we eventually got to the college at around past 11, as we left home really early that day. We went straight to the orientation center so that we can join others during their orientation program. And as we got there, I thought it would feel kind of awkward seeing as I knew next to nobody there, until I saw him. He looked very familiar, seeing as I rarely forget a familiar face. I just had this gut feeling to try and approach him and ask whether or not he knew me and all. To my greatest surprise, when I approached him, he knew me immediately and said my name right then and there on the spot. It was surprising because at this time, I still did not know his name. Anyways, he introduced himself and said he remembered me from our high school as we went there together and all. I quickly asked him if he came alone and he went to find his dad as he was the only one with him there that day. I quickly got introduced to his dad, and when we were done with the formalities and introduction, I took him and his dad over to my parents so that I may introduce him to both my dad and my mom. While they were done with the introductory formalities, we both left the adults to get to know themselves, while we went along with the orientation guide to get acclimated with our soon-to-be new environment. Getting to know Jared was a really fun experience, as it was nice to have met someone you knew in a new environment and all. The orientation program was a really fun experience also, as we got to go to every single place that concerned us on the school grounds. But as fun as the experience may have been, it all came to an end a few hours after it had started and we were supposed to head back to our homes the next day. But the drive home was a really long one and both our parents were too tired and exhausted from waiting and sitting down all day. So my parents and Jared's dad decided that we should all get a motel around the vicinity to stay in for the night, and we would leave the very next morning. So as planned, they all went ahead to take a quick drive down to the nearest motel, which was directly outside the school's gate. And while they were checking themselves in, Jared and I decided to take a quick walk around, as we weren't satisfied with the ending of our orientation that day. Soon after, we found a relaxation center. We settled down and we began getting to know each other. I asked what he wanted to major in and he told me accounting and business management. I also told him mine and we began talking about what we both had planned for when we left high school and all. I told him I had plans to try and set up a small scale business for myself as I seriously wanted to have something going for myself. We found common ground on what we both wanted to do while we were in college, but the first stage was to get accepted into the school first. We soon went back to our motel room as we wanted to get more than enough sleep as we had quite a journey ahead of us. The next morning, we left the motel as quickly as possible as we didn't bring along a change of clothes and Jared and I exchanged contact with each other as we both had planned to tell each other when either of us got admitted. The journey seemed shorter than it was when we were initially coming to the college. I had no idea why, but the journey still came down to five hours even though it seemed like we were going really fast. Anyways, we got home safely, and I texted Jared the moment I got back in. It almost seemed like this was an experience I'd missed out on, because seeing as how well Jared and I were getting along, one would think that we were friends and have been friends for quite a while. 
Meanwhile, we had just formally gotten acquainted with each other over the span of 72 hours max. It took a little over five months before the college was done with the current session they were in, and then the time for admissions were finally upon us. As we both had been very hopeful about getting admitted together, since it would mean that the both of us would be very much able to get into the same dorm and all, the admission process was supposed to run for a little bit over a month, and we were just in the second week, and still nothing. At this point we were not at all too worried, mainly because we had thought to ourselves that there was still plenty of time before the admission period was over. However, we began panicking when it was already a week left for the admission process. At this point, I'd already thought to myself that it seemed like we were not going to be admitted in that set, and I was even already on the verge of giving up and trying to apply to another college, which was the second on the list of colleges I made some months back, while seeking for the perfect college I could apply to, and then it happened. Jared's admission finally came through. I was so happy for him, as he was given the course of his choice, and this is what we both wanted for each other. I, on the other hand, was still holding on to the last thread of hope I had, that my admission would pull through. And, on the last day, after I'd given up totally, almost on the verge of tears, in my room, a mail notification popped up on my screen. And when I checked it, there it was. My letter of admission. I was beyond glad, as I was also given the course of my choice. I had no idea why my admission came this late and at the 11th hour no less. Still though, I didn't question it one bit. I just went with the flow, as I'd already prepped myself to break the news to Jared first before even telling my family. Anyways, after I told Jared the good news, he was as happy for me as I was for him. Soon after the week for admission had passed, a notification was sent to every admitted student. Embedded in the mail were instructions to resume the following week and also detailed instructions on what to do upon arrival and how to go about our clearance and settlement on the school dorms. We were both so happy. What I felt at this moment was like I was celebrating with my childhood friend after finally accomplishing my goals, ambitions, and dreams. Even though this was just the stepping stone to my future, as instructed, we both resumed as early as humanly possible to school to finalize our admission get cleared by the admissions officer, and then finally get settled down in our dorms. Finally, things were all good everywhere. We resumed classes as usual, and things were going fine academically. I would not say I had any problems with my classes, as most of them were pretty easy for me to understand, as I was expecting things to take a boost in the difficulty level. Seeing as my academics were not affected a single bit, and seeing as I was doing fairly well, effortlessly, I decided it was finally time for me to pursue my dream of finally owning a business, no matter how small I was going to start up. And before I did this, I consulted Jared on possible business ideas and strategies as we had initially discussed before. He had some ideas on what kind of business to start up with, taking into serious consideration the environment we were going to set up our business in, the capital needed to start up said business, and some other factors. Basically, I needed him to give me some guidelines and the go-ahead plan to kickstart my business. And after he had done just that, I asked my parents for startup funds as I presented the business idea to them. My dad was absolutely impressed as he was most willing to invest fully into my business venture. Basically, we went with something simplistic and simple. 
Our conclusion on what to venture into was a mini coffee stand, which would later develop in the coming weeks into a breakfast joint, as we thought there were a lot of students that were looking for something quick to have before going for their early morning classes and all. After discussing it with the school's management, we were given a slot on the school premises to conduct our business. And I can proudly tell you that within a month of operation, we were well known all around the school for our perfectly made coffee and also perfectly made bread, which I usually got from a local bakery outside of the school's premises. It really was like a dream come true. Seeing my dream of having a business owned in and by my name come true, but I couldn't handle the whole management and finances alone. And so I incorporated the help of Jared and the both of us together managed our small business until we were able to afford an actual shop on the school's premises. To my greatest surprise, we were pulling six figures by the end of the school semester. I was really proud with myself as this was really what I'd wanted. I had felt fulfilled with myself at this point. All this and my academics weren't affected a single bit. After establishing and running our business for a little over seven months, we were approached with a buyout proposal by some private investors, who proposed we sell off our business to them for five times its worth. I had not heard of this immediately when they brought this proposal because I wasn't the one managing our finances at the time, and Jared only told me that there were some people looking to invest in our business, and they were looking to own a particular percentage in it, and this is what I'd thought. So when Jared brought out the contract they'd brought for us for the sellout, which I had thought at this time was the contract for owning about 20% of the business, as Jared had said, I just signed off on it immediately as I trusted him and that was that. We closed up early as I felt really happy with how that day had planned out and I took Jared out for dinner as it was my way of thanking him for everything he had done for me. It wasn't until the following week that I came to the shop to carry out business as usual that I saw a couple of guys already at the shop. I was thinking it was the guys Jared told me about that he was looking to hire at the time to help out in the shop and all, but when I went in, I thought they would greet me relative to the fact that I was their boss and the owner of the business and all, but they welcomed me in like a customer, which was weird, but I didn't pay it any mind at the time, and when I tried to go into the back room where my office was, I was stopped by the guy that was initially managing the register. To cut the long story short, I was basically kicked out of my own restaurant. I got confused. What was happening right now? What was the meaning of all this? I was readily about to throw a literal fit until the guy came out of my office and walked me in through the back door. We got into what was my office and I already saw that he'd already made the place totally different from what it was. He sat me down and began answering my questions. After the entire session I had with him, I was feeling a whole lot of emotions raging inside of me. The dominant emotions were majorly anger, rage, disappointment, betrayal amongst others. I immediately called Jared and his phone was turned off, but it was later reachable and he immediately told me to meet up as he wanted to explain things to me in person. I was seriously looking forward to what he wanted to say that would justify why he sold off my business. I met up with Jared back in our dorms as I was already too mad at him to even listen to him request we meet anywhere else. While he sat me down, he began explaining why he did what he did and he tried to justify what he did by saying that he felt like I would not take the offer as he thought it was a reasonable enough offer for the business and all. That was why he did what he did. 
I was too mad at him for what he did, and when I tried to make him understand that what he did was wrong in all manners of speaking, he lashed out and retaliated by saying he did it to help me, and that if I felt any different, there was literally nothing I could do as he was the one in charge of the money he collected, and if he wanted, he could make it so that I never get anything from it. This really flipped something off in me. As I left the room, I immediately packed my bags and left for home, as it was relatively not too far, the usual 5-hour drive, and when I got home, I immediately reported the whole incident to my dad and all. He was furious, as I also tried to add in some spicy and altered facts about what happened, but basically my dad was threatening to sue him for everything him and his family owned. Those were his exact words. I don't really know the details of what really happened legally or the legal process they went through for the entirety of the case in court, even though I was present for the entire thing. But one thing I do know is that my dad won the case for me as he got a really competent enough lawyer and we sued for two times the amount he got from the deal, which was well over $2 million. I still couldn't believe it but this was the current reality Jared had to face for crushing my dream and what he did to me, betraying the trust of his only best friend. While we left the course room after the judge's verdict, I looked him in the eye and asked, was it really worth it doing what you did? And I could see the look in his eyes. I was pleased with what I had done. Yeah, I'm wondering if there was proof in the form of like texts or email conversations or something where Jared would have clearly have tried to convince OP that it was just like some minority stake purchase. Because if so, and OP, while not maybe fully understanding the financial side of things, willingly signed off, I can understand how if you have a good enough lawyer, they could really win that case. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy revenge story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.